This is 6.18 p.m. on Saturday, May 30th, 2020, and welcome to episode number 209 of the WCWUS Radio Network's weekly review show. This is WCWS Power Hour. <clears throat> this is Mr. WCWS Chad Henshaw back on the line here with you as we, get, of course, get prepared, of course, to let you know about uh, everything that is, of course, taking place here in the radio network here this week. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be bringing you, of course, today's Western history and birthdays, plus also what, <clears throat> what, uh, and also some wrestling news tidbits, courtesy of our friends, of course, at 411mania.com. Of course, the rest of the panel, way too tough to handle, of course, uh, obviously taking a breather, of course, on what has been a real big dynamite week here, ladies and gentlemen. A lot of great things that happened here this past weekend. We will definitely discuss that, talk about that. But be careful to chime in on anything and everything that we, that we do bring up, of course, in today's history and birthdays and news and also what took place this week here in the radio network. Please feel free, of course, to give us a call. The phone number, as always, is 1-605-562-0444. Call our ID 141-364-POUND and press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here this evening let's go ahead and get things started ladies and gentlemen with our wrestling uh, history and birthdays here for today uh, may the 30th uh let's see here as we go first to let's see uh-huh. uh yes on this date in night yes that's correct on this date in 1973 at an all-star star wrestling taping in hamburg pennsylvania Tony Gurria and Haystacks Calhoun defeated Professor Tanaka and Mr. Fuji to win the WWWF Tag Team titles. The win ends a 337-day run as Tag Team Champions for Tanaka and Fuji, at the time the longest in company history. The record was standing until demolition breaks it in 1989 with a 478-day run. Both, of course, extremely impressive. Okay, next up here. On this date in 1981, ladies and gentlemen, in Charlotte, North Carolina, Sweet Ebony Diamond, who was a masked uh, Rocky Johnson, of course, the father of The Rock, defeated Greg Valentine to win the NWA TV title. <clears throat> Let's see here. Uh <laughs> On this date in 1986, ladies and gentlemen, in Houston, Texas, the late Terry Gordy defeated Hacksaw Jim Duggan in the finals of a one-night tournament to become the first-ever Universal Wrestling Federation heavyweight champion. An interesting note, during Duggan's semifinal match with Kamala, Jim went headfirst into a ring post. He would get swelling in his head over the next few days to the point to where he couldn't close his eyes. As it turns out, he was suffering from blood poisoning. Duggan's wife called... Uh, UWF founder Bill Watts and told him to go to the hospital. The phone call, for all intents and purposes, saved his life. 
Yes, indeed. And of course, Hacksaw Jim Duggan wouldn't be here today if it wasn't if it wasn't for that faithful phone call there. On this date here, uh, give me just a second here. In 1987, ladies and gentlemen, in St. Paul, Minnesota, the Midnight Rockers, of course, Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty, make their WWF debut in their first act. The two-time AWA Tag Team Champions challenged the current Tag Team Champions, the Hart Foundation. Four days later, the Rockers made their WWF TV debut with a win over Jose Estrada and Jimmy Jack Funk. It would be their only appearance on WWF programming for over a year. Following the taping, Michaels and Janetti lived up to their gimmick a little too much. Their parting ways got them fired from the WWF, but they would return a year later. <clears throat> uh, let's see here. Uh, <laughs> Uh, let's see. On this date in 1996 in Cau Cougas, Puerto Rico, forgive me if I mispronounce that. Sean Morley, of course, if you know him, of course, better as Val Venus, defeated El Bronco to win the World Wrestling Council TV title. Morley would go on to hold the championship for nearly three years before finally vacating it in March of 1999. Morley spent the last year of his title reign working in the WWF as Val Venus, of course, absolutely. Uh, okay, let's see. Uh, okay, give me just a second here, folks. And, uh, uh, yes, in 1997 on this date in Augusta, Georgia, Tony Holm, who had a brief run as Ludwig Borga in the mid-1990s, Loses his one and only major mixed martial arts match via submission at UFC 13 in just 56 seconds. The man that defeated him, an alternate called called in on in just three weeks' notice by the name of Randall Dwayne Couture. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Randy Couture himself. Randy would finish his career with a modest 19-11 record but he would have one of the most prolific careers in MMA history when the UFC heavyweight and light heavyweight titles three times each. One of his runs as light heavyweight champion was an interim run. Couture, who retired in 2011, is the oldest person to win a UFC title, winning it, winning it at age 43 and in a UFC fight, defeating James Tony at age 47. Couture is a member of the International Wrestling Hall of Fame's class of 2013. On this date in the year 2000, ladies and gentlemen, at a Thunder taping in Boise, Idaho, Chuck Palumbo and Sean Stasiak defeated, defeated Chronic, who was Brian Clark and Brian Adams, to win the WCW World Tag Team titles. <clears throat> uh, let's see here. On this, let's see. Uh, give me just a second here. While I, on this day here, it's a tooth to see. Mm -hmm. Yes, on this day in 2008, WWE.com airs the 513th and final episode of Heat. Originally commissioned as a six-episode series in the summer of 1998, the series proved very popular and it became a supplement to WWE's main weekly show, Raw's War. Like Raw at the time, the show alternated with live and taped airings live one week, taped the next. On days Raw was live, Heat was taped prior to Raw to air prior to Raw to actually air the following Sunday. Sunday. Sunday Night Heat was the WWF's B show until the introduction of SmackDown in August 1999, after which the show's profile was greatly reduced. Heat matches were taped before SmackDown with Jack and with bouts on Jack and Metal taped before Raw. 
For a brief period following SmackDown's debut, Heat became a show summarized in the week's events in the WWF. Following the brand extension, Heat became the B-show for Raw, while Velocity became the B-show for SmackDown. The ratings remained respectable for the duration of the show's run, even while changing networks twice. USA, then to MTV, then to TNN, who would TNN, who would later become Spike TV. The show was not picked up by USA when they regained the rights to WWE programming in 2005. To solve this issue, the show has moved to WWE's website for American audiences. It still aired on television in, in international markets. With news uploaded Fridays, with the change, the Sunday night was dropped from heat, and a 30-minute special edition airing on pay-per-view Sundays. This practice was discontinued in April of 2006. The most famous and most watched episode of the series was a special edition of the show that aired during halftime of Super Bowl 34. The show, dubbed Halftime Heat, saw Mankind defeat The Rock for the WWF title in an empty arena match in January of 1999. The series finale was taped four days earlier from the Pepsi Center in Denver, Colorado. And here are the three matches, final three matches um, that took place on the final episode of Heat. Snitsky defeated Super Crazy. Santino Morella defeated Hacksaw Jim Duggan. This was Duggan's final WWE match as a full-time roster member. And Lance Cade defeated Jeff McAllister. <clears throat> Let's see here. On 2011, ladies and gentlemen, Kia Stevens, best known to wrestling fans as Amazing Kong or Awesome Kong, but even more recently as Karma in the WWE, announces that she is pregnant and is forced to take a leave of absence. Stevens announced that she gave birth on New Year's Eve that year, but later recanted that announcement when she revealed that she miscarried. She would make just one more appearance for the company, taking part in the 2012 Royal Rumble match, which was her only official bout in WWE. Stevens would be released from the company in July of 2012. She remained largely on the independent circuit following her release, even saying she would, in a November 2012 interview, she would never again work for TNA, which of course she does when she returns to the company in 2015. Stevens was released in February 2016 following an altercation with Rebecca Hardy, or of course, as we know, Rebby Sky. A lot of people, of course, did not really find Rebby Sky that appealing there either. Uh, let's see here. Uh, 2012, Randy, on this date, Randy Orton is suspended 60 days following his second violation of the WWE's wellness policy. Mexican wrestling website Superluchas.net report that oral steroid methadrus Stallone, also known as Dianabol, was found in his system as well, as well as marijuana. A conflicting report from Dave Meltzer's Wrestling Observer Newsletter said that it was a high level of testosterone that contributed to his suspension. Either way, had Orton been suspended in connection with being part of, his, of the signature pharmacy scandal back in 2007? Of course, he wasn't, but WWE claimed the issue was addressed a year prior with a 60-day suspension. That would, have, that would have been his third strike which would have triggered an automatic termination of his contract with a minimum one-year ban before being allowed to return, if ever. The WWE wellness policy was amended in November 2013, allowing anyone who violated the policy twice to remove one violation if they undergo an excessive 18-month redemption process. This is unofficially known as the Orton Rule. The policy was also amended at that time to include therapeutic use exemptions for medicines that contain substances that would normally go against the policy. Uh, let's see here, 2013 on this date, both Ring of Honor and TNA announced major signings. 
First off, TNA signs fighter Quentin Rampage Jackson. Jackson would debut a week later and would be done with the company by the end of the summer when MMA promotion Bellator pulls him and Tito Ortiz from all TNA programming due to an upcoming fight the two were scheduled to have, a fight that ultimately never took place. Ring of Honor signs Adam Cole, baby, to a new contract. Any speculation that he was WWE bound? Cole would win the ROH World Title just under four months later. Cole, Cole, whose real name is Austin Jenkins, wrestling future is, of course, is again in doubt. His ROH deal expired on May 1st and is considered a free agent. Of course, it was in 2017. With many speculating that a WWE debut is pos- is still possibly imminent. Uh, let's see here. 2014 on this day, NXT presented its 100th episode of the of the uh, uh, Full Sail era. Of course, uh, officially listed as episode 225 from Full Sail University in Winter Park, Florida. The matches, of course, that took place here in a dark match, Baron Corbin defeated Wesley Blake. Mojo Rawley defeated Aiden English. Charlotte defeated Bailey. Jason Jordan and Ty Dillinger defeated Philip uh, Goulier and Stuart Cumberland. And Adrian Neville defeated Justin Gabriel. Today, ladies and gentlemen, we wish a very happy 65th birthday to Aurelian Smith Jr., best known to wrestling fans as Jake the Snake Roberts. The son of famed 1960s wrestler Grizzly Smith, Roberts had two runs in the WWF. His more famous coming in the 1980s and early 1990s, with a second one in in around between 1996 and 97. He also wrestled for AAA, WCW, and ECW in the 90s, and made appearances for TNA in the 2000s. Roberts is known for his intense, cerebral, and charismatic promos, and is credited as the inventor of the DDT. Roberts was one of the featured subjects in the 1999 documentary Beyond the Mat, which chronicled his continuing struggles with alcohol and drug abuse. He saw help from fellow wrestler Diamond Dallas Page in 2012. Two years later, it was indeed DDP that inducted Roberts into the WWE Hall of Fame. Now, let's see here. Uh... Now, let's see, ladies and gentlemen, of course, we do know, like I said, that today is Jake Roberts' birthday, but let's see if we have any other birthdays, of course, to officially bring you here. So give us just one second here to, give us one second here to, of course, check, to check on that. Let's see here. Sorry about that here, folks. Let's go ahead and pull that up here. So excuse me there, ladies and gentlemen. I'll be, of course, continue to work on getting this taken care of here. Uh, let's see here. Okay, yes, ladies and gentlemen, we have one other birthday to report. Like I said, today, Jake the Snake Roberts turns 65. And also, ladies and gentlemen, celebrating a birthday here today. Uh, happy 32nd birthday to No Way Jose. So happy birthday, of course, to Jake the Snake Roberts and No Way Jose, ladies and gentlemen. And I will go ahead and let you know that we do have one birthday, of course, to at the end of the month of May. So we'll, of course, let you know all about that here. 
coming up here, of course, tomorrow on WCWS this morning. Let's give you the number one more time here, folks. 1-605-562-0444. Caller ID 141-364-POUND. This is episode 209 of WCWS Power Hour. This is, of course, uh, Saturday, May 30th, 2020. Mr. WSWS, Chad Hinshaw on the line here with you. Of course, the rest of the panel, way too tough to handle. Of course, like I said, taking a much-needed breather here from what was a very powerful week. Of course, here, a big-time wrestling talk discussion. Of course, everything going on, on, on of course, like I said, uh, everything, of course, going on here in other forms, of course, of and other forms of pop culture here as well. Uh, let's also go ahead and get right to, of course, what we, what was, of course, uh, fully discussed this past week, of course, uh, some of the topics we talked about, of course, obviously what happened on Monday Night Raw, uh, also what happened with AEW and NXT, of course, especially AEW with what happened, uh, week ago to, week ago today with the Double or Nothing event, uh, <clears throat> uh of course, like I said, the Ice Manager, D. Geralmo, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, the King of Clubs, Mitt Patel, of course, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds. Uh, we even heard from uh, the Shack Attack himself, Shaquille Cole Cephas. Also, the Soul Man, uh, Justin Lewis Fleming. Uh, <clears throat> we, we, of course, like I said, heard uh, a lot of, a lot of, uh, of course, uh, interesting points of view here, big time. We, of course, also, if you remember, ladies and gentlemen, we did, of course, have a matchup here last night on Revolution, in which we saw, of course, Michelle get the win over Fonzie to become the new WCW US American Dream Champion. Uh, <clears throat> but, uh, but of course, next week, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have a couple more coming up here. I do believe involving, I think both are going to be pretty much involving, uh, um, invo- involving Michelle here. And of course, we did also, award, we also did award, of course, a couple of the, um, uh, we did, of course, uh, reaward, of course, a lot of the uh, tag team title belts. Of course, uh, I, I can go ahead and point out here uh, that um, <clears throat> that Fonzie also uh, and this was also up to, of course, the Black Widow herself because she was one half of the same tag team champions. Uh, she awarded Fonzie uh, one half. I do believe it was the. I have to go back and research, but I think it was the True Pioneers of Wrestling. Um, tag team champions. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, she did award the other half of the NWA US World Tag Team titles to uh, Shaquille Cole. She was giving him his first official belt in the WCW US Trivia Championship Series. Uh, we were also hoping, of course, to hear from Danny from Oak Park last night. Of course, and he still continues to have uh, he still continues to have, of course, several uh, issues with his phone. So, of course, obviously, ladies and gentlemen, we'll, we'll continue, of course, to, uh, to monitor, of course, that situation. Um, hopefully, like I said, we have, we'll be able to get him back on here uh, very, very soon. Uh, <clears throat> also here, of course, ladies and also, of course, here, folks. Um, Uh, also here, like I said, of course, there was a lot of intense talk here, big time, especially, uh, this, um, of course, it what's been, of course, uh, going on here with, uh, of course, like I said, with, with, of course, my pandemic relief package. I have, of course, informed everyone that more wrestling matches, more game show moments, more 
episodes of classic series. Uh, just, just pretty much most of everything here, folks, have been, of course, have been, of course, uh, no doubt, um, um, have, of course, been, um, been put, I have, have, of course, like I said, been posted here big time. We've gotten a huge response here to, to that there, of course. Also, of course, the announcement, of course, with the court, with the little certain transition going on here with Bull, the Bull, with Bulldog DVD sales and variety. We did, of course, like I said, uh, get a couple more folks interested in some of our my, our DVD selections. That, of course, that's posted on the Bulldog DVD sales and variety uh, uh, Facebook page. Uh, we even, of course, uh, we even, of course, like I said, one, of course, being the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds. And then, of course, the Iceman did, of course, decide to pick out another <coughs> another DVD from 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 uh, from what we have and what we currently still have. Uh, of course, also, ladies and gentlemen, I did make the announcement here that we were also going to add add another unique twist to, of course, the uh, the the whole setup here. And that is obviously, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to we're going to start adding. Uh, video games for the PlayStation 3 and also, of course, Xbox 360. Uh, <clears throat> uh, of course, we will, we will, of course, like I said, we are, are continuing to double check all the ti all titles here. I did introduce one one video game last night, and I will, of course, bring that game back up here to, of course, my everyone's attention here. Um, it's still been undecided about how I'm how we're going to probably take care of this. I think pretty much, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, just just really to be, just really to be fair here, like I said, a lot of the a lot of the selection here, uh, to to be fair, of course, we do have some that I believe that are there there are sealed or unsealed, uh, unsealed video games, ladies and gentlemen, um, are going to be one dollar a piece, and ones that are sealed are going to be two dollars a piece, and this is like I said for the PlayStation Three. So, like I said, it is a fairly brand is a fairly new system, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but like I said, Batman Arkham City that we have, of course, currently, like I said, uh, the disc is in great condition. Of course, it has been checked out. It does play. Um, and of course, uh, if if anyone is interested in, of course, obtaining that, uh, please, like I said, get back with me here. And like I said, I will be I will be posting a list on Bull, on the Bulldog DVD Sales and Variety Facebook page. Some of our folks, of course, who are big time video game fanatics, um, of course, uh, well, like I said, no doubt will be, be watching out the list and everything. And of course, if they see any that they wish to, of course, obtain, uh, <clears throat> like I said, all they do is just get back with me here. There may be some surprises here, here in the mix here, of course, hopefully here soon. But like I said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, um, keep in mind, of course, as well that. Uh, with a lot, lot right now, with of course a lot of my DVD selections currently stored right now for the time being, we hope to of course obtain me back here again really soon. But we do still have some, of course, sitting out here, and of course, just keep in mind that uh, all <clears throat> DVDs, of course, with uh, DVDs and Blu-rays, of course, with uh, one or two discs in each set, are still worth one dollar. And DVDs and Blu-rays that have three or four, three or more discs in it will be two dollars. And of course, uh, we have different types. Of course, keep in mind sports, wrestling, um, music, also uh, seasons of different TV shows, 
Also, of course, movies of different genres, everything from, of course, westerns to comedies to dramas to action adventures, the horror, the children's, um, we, you name it, we have it, of course. Um, <clears throat> but be sure, like I said, to uh, be sure, of course, to, to, to check, check with me. And, of course, I'll let you know what we still have on hand. And you never know what you never know what I have here. And I will, of course, uh, be I will, of course, be uh, posting them here again here. And, of course, I hope to try to get a lot of these sold before. Like I said, there's a possibility, of course, maybe resetting in another location here very soon. And if that is the case, ladies and gentlemen, of course, I mean, I don't know how long we'll have the DVDs, of course, up in stock. Um, but uh, but please. <sighs> Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but of course, like I said, um, like I said, if, if like I said, if that transition happens to take place, uh, just keep in mind. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, we will of course revamp it here very soon. But I still encourage everyone to look at what I have on hand, and if there's any there at all that you wish to, of course, obtain. Uh, just like I said, there's a particular one you're looking for. Just like I said, you can look it up in the search bar of the deep, of of the page. And like I said, you might find it in several lists that have been posted, of course, over the last few months. Ever since, of course, I think for, for almost a year now, uh, there may be, of course, several lists. There might be several that you might be able, you might see and that might kind of surprise you. So please be sure, like I said, to check out what we got. And, and of course, folks, um, I encourage everyone to, of course, like I said, you know, if, like I said, you're looking for a, for a change here from all that's been going on here with the pandemic and everything, you know, please, by all means, if you wouldn't mind, don't mind watching something on a DVD or a Blu-ray. If you don't have internet access or whatever, you know, you can always, you know, like I said, just get with me. And like I said, I will be more than happy to send you, of course, every, I will be more than happy to, of course, talk, we'll talk shop and everything, of course, like that there as well. But I'll have more information about this. Of course, I'll be possibly posting something on the Bulldog DVD Sales and Variety Facebook page here very, very soon. So be sure to listen in on that. Let's give the number one more time here, folks. 1-605-562-0444. Caller ID 141-364-POUND. Episode 209 of WWS Power Hour. This is, of course, Saturday, May 30th, 2020. Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw here, of course, uh, taking, it, taking it here. Um, and of course, as we, of course, uh, getting ready to come across quarter till seven quarter. Yes. Coming up on court on six forty five here PM here momentarily. Uh, let's go ahead, ladies and gentlemen, and bring you, <clears throat> let's go ahead and bring you, of course, like I said, some wrestling news tidbits here to, uh, kind of close out, kind of close out the show. Um, there was, I will go ahead and mention there was the possibility we may have someone come on on the line here with us. Uh, we're continuing to double check that, but we'll keep everybody informed if, in fact, of course, uh, uh, <clears throat> but, uh, but of course, we'll definitely, uh, but we'll definitely, of course, like I said, uh, we'll keep on double checking here, um, and see if we, if, if anyone else does pop on in here, though, as well. Uh, of course, like I said, we do thank our friends at 411mania.com for allowing us here in the WWS Radio Network to read their stories on all of our shows here in the radio network, of course, including Revolution, Wolfpack, Raw Radio, 
outside the ropes, <coughs> Power Hour, of course, and also WCWS this morning. Which, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, be sure to catch us there tomorrow morning at 8 a.m., uh, 805-8613 pound, as we, of course, will, of course, uh, uh, go, go through what will, will take place here in the radio network here this week. Uh, and also, of course, get you, of course, lined up with uh, uh, Sunday's Wrestling History and Birthdays and also any wrestling news that has come in, of course, between. Uh, Jeremy Thomas posts our first story here tonight with some WWE news here. Apparently, uh, the segment left from last night with Otis and Mandy Rose sitting poolside uh, uh, is, uh, is online. Plus, also a video uh, hyping up Matt Riddle, and also highlights of the match between Sonia Sonia Deville and Lacey Evans. Otis and Mandy Rose had some had some sexy time by the pool on Friday SmackDown, and the video is online. Of course, you can see the video, of course, of the segment between the two right there, and I'm sure like it's posted on YouTube if you want to check that out. WWE posted also posted highlight. Highlights from the Sony Deville versus Lacey Evans match on SmackDown, which actually ended in a double countout. Uh, also, WWE shared the video from last from from last night's SmackDown. Kurt Angle announcing that Matt Riddle was coming over to SmackDown, and of course, there's oh, there's oh, there's that video right there if you want to uh, um, if you want to. Um, if you want to, of course, check that video, check that video out there as well. Uh, of course, I've, ladies and as you know, of course, two stories uh, have have pretty much dominated the uh, wrestling scene here over the last uh, couple weeks, and that's obviously, of course, the sad, uh, the, the the sad um, um, passings of former WWE superstar Shad Gaspard, of course, one half of Crime Time. And also, Jap- also female Japanese superstar Hana Kimura, who, of course, as you know, Shad, um, of course, while trying to rescue his son from drowning in Venice Beach last, I think it was uh, the other, uh, or the other thing was last weekend, weekend before last. Um, sadly, um, like I said, his body was recovered three days later, un- un- uh, unfortunately. Um, and of course, as you know, uh, Hana Kimura uh, sadly committed suicide at the age of 22 years old. Apparently, due to uh, apparently she was another victim of of the cyber bullying uh, um, uh, situation that has been plaguing a lot of folks here. Uh, the New Day actually tr- paid tribute to the late Chad Gaspard on this week's episode of SmackDown. While Sasha Banks did the same thing to Hana Kimura, as you can see in the, of course, uh, uh, um, apparently, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, um, um, during a segment here that involved New and Bailey, uh, still gloating and she's still knocked down women's title, which she shouldn't be, um, and also uh, Sasha Banks standing right there beside her. Um, uh, the new day is, of course, like I said, Kofi and Big E are wearing, like I said, uh, armbands that has the word, uh, shad on it. Um, and I can barely make out, of course, on Sasha's right arm, I do believe she is wearing an armband, of course, 
to in response to, of course, uh, the late Hana Kimura. Also, WB posted a video right here on this page of the latest vignette from the Forgotten Sons, in which they give a warning to, to all the tag teams, of course, on SmackDown. So you can definitely check, you can definitely, of course, uh, check that out here as well. But of course, it's, it's very that it's very unique that despite being involved in the storyline here, of course, that that of course, you know, Sasha Banks and the New Day, of course, did obviously pay tribute to, of course, two two of their fallen comrades. In the wrestling world, of course, like I said, Shad Gaspard and Hannah Kamira. Uh, let's see what we tried to get him. Okay, apparently, ladies and gentlemen, sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen, we're just a little bit. Uh, I'm not sure what's going on here. Apparently, our WWS computer is kind of is kind of acting a little bit funny here. I'm not sure it's it's one of those occasions where it says it's doing something, but apparently it is not. While we wait to try to get that story pulled up, ladies and gentlemen, I do see now that we do have someone getting ready to come on the line here. Um, ladies and gentlemen, of course, I will go and bring up here, of course, who was on our show last night. He is, of course, a 2017 and 2020 WWS Hall of Famer. He's also known as, of course, a contributor to WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoons, of course, on Talk Shoot. Uh, he's also known as the Heartbreak Kid here in the Radio Network Circles. And also, ladies and gentlemen, if you think about his, his other nickname, his main nickname, the one that we always refer to him as, uh, you can think, of course, of that classic 60 sitcom Happy Days, where, of course, the central character there, of course, Known for, of course, the black hair, the styling motorcycle, and, of course, the leather jacket. Uh, always did a little something. And excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, while we try, of course, he just... He did something like this. Hey. Hi, Chad. Yeah. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is fun. We've got Fonte on the line here. Uh... Uh, Fonzie, of course, uh, unexpected pleasure, but we do, we do welcome you, of course, here to 209 of uh, Power Hour here, of course, just highlighting a few pieces of uh, a, few, a few wrestling stories coming up here. Uh, uh, tell us what is on your mind here today. Uh, I haven't been on here for a while. I just want yeah, come on. You by yourself? Okay. Yes, uh, we're, we're, I have been, of course, like I said, for the last few months. Uh, see, originally, a while back when we first started, originally it was going to be me, J.D., and Gerard, but Gerard, of course, I haven't been able to be on any of our shows for quite some time. And also, uh, uh, and also, J.D., I think, probably just kind of got caught up with a lot of other things, and he just probably hasn't been on at all, except for a couple of occasions. Unless we do something special with it, or something. Um, I can't quite uh, talk out over that. Uh, over that, sorry about that. Um, so yeah, thank you very much. Uh, so for the time being, I, I've been, of course, still conducting. And of course, we'll, all we just do is just review what happens during the week. Plus, also I come on and uh, give give the wrestling any wrestling news that's come out for, of course, the corresponding Saturday, and also that Saturday's wrestling history and birthdays, which we do have. We did have two birthdays to report, of course. Hall of Famer Jake Snake Roberts turned 65, and No Way Jose, I do believe, turns 32. So, 
Uh, so let us see while we have Fonzie on here. Let me see. Let me double check the status of uh, see if we we can try to get our if we can of course try to get our. Uh, okay, here we go. Here we go. Now we got we now we got our story back here. Uh, this story came out yesterday from Jeremy Thomas. Uh, um, as WWE officials rumored to have, in their words, high hopes for Matt Riddle, of course, on SmackDown. Let's see what, of course, uh, what, what this is, what they're talking about here. Matt Riddle looks as if he could be headed towards big things now that he's moving to SmackDown, according to the latest rumor. Well, Russell Vogue's Twitter account reported on Friday evening that those in power have high hopes for Riddle that he's made the move from NXT to SmackDown. Riddle was announced as heading to the blue brand on last night's episode. A hype video centered on him was introduced by Kurt Angle on, on last night's episode. There's no word on when he'll make his official on-screen debut on the brand. Uh, of course, Russell votes on their Twitter handle said that at 10.39 p.m. last night. All they're saying is those in power have very high hopes for Matt Riddle on SmackDown. Um, let's 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 get an opinion here, Fonzie. Uh, any any thoughts about what about what um, about what Matt Riddle could bring to the SmackDown brand? Mm -hmm. uh, it's going to be shocking that Matt Riddle left left. Uh, NXT, I don't know why. He can be a very good competitor, probably. Oh, we'll indeed. see. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Uh, we have an update, of course, on the story. Uh, this this story came out last night, but we do have we do have an update of sorts right here. Uh, apparently, on the release of WWE writer Chris Joseph's release. Apparently, they're saying it's not related to any cutbacks. Let me go ahead and let me first read the original story. The original story is, according to a new report, SmackDown writer Christopher DeJoseph was released by his from his contract by WWE. The Wrestling Observer's Daily Update reports that DeJoseph, who was the lead writer on, on SmackDown under executive, executive director Bruce Pritchard, was let go. There are no details available on why or exactly when DeJoseph was let go. Joseph, he previously had a run on the writing team in the mid-2000s, and, and he was the one who had an on-screen role, role as Big Dick Johnson. I'm sure a lot of uh, kind of interesting moments right there, of course, obviously. Uh, um of course, as you remember, of course, in the ring, whenever uh, DX brought him out in 2006, and and the, and Triple H and Shawn Michaels stuck Eric Bischoff's face right right there between his butt cheeks. Uh, oh, that was a bad moment. Anyway, here's 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 actually the update updated story. PW Insider has confirmed the report by the Wrestling Observer that Chris Joseph was released early, earlier was was released early, early yesterday. The site has some more details known that Joseph was at TV tapings earlier this week. That Joseph had even received a promotion within the last week or so. According to the site's sources, they have been told that it's not due to any of the pandemic-inspired cutbacks. So apparently there was, I don't know if it was, 
Turner was something else. Um, obviously, that was um, that was kind of spiking that whole thing. So apparently, that's so it has nothing to do with what they did as a result of the of everything related to the uh, to the um, um, pandemic. But obviously, it has something to do with uh, it. Did, but actually, we don't know what it has. We don't know what the deal is. But all we all we all we know is uh uh yeah yeah all, all we know is like i said he was just released uh also one more quick story here uh obviously of course um uh, I'm, I'm sure we just something we talked about last night here um here Fonzie, you probably saw this on um jimmy Thomas. Uh, Jimmy Thomas had this up story yesterday, an update on Jeff Hardy's SmackDown storyline, and apparently Hardy cleared of, in their words, charges. Apparently, so let's see what we have right here. WWE has an update on Jeff Hardy's legal situation following the storyline on this week's SmackDown. On this week's SmackDown, as noted, Hardy was in storyline arrested after his rental car was shown to have hit Elias before the show. And he was found disoriented and smelling of alcohol. Hardy made his way back to the arena by the end of the show and attacked Sheamus after Sheamus lost to Daniel Bryan in the Intercontinental Title Tournament semifinals. WWE.com has now provided an update noting that Hardy was released by Orlando Police because he did pass sobriety tests and he was cleared of any involvement in the attack. The full reports full report reads as the following: WWE. Uh, Digital has learned that Jeff Hardy was released from custody by the Orlando police after successfully passing the required sobriety test, therefore absolving Hardy of the charges of public intoxication, driving under the influence, and the hit and run on Elias earlier tonight. Elias was found injured in the parking lot with an abandoned car nearby before Friday night smackdown began. Hardy was taken into custody after being found in a day state not far from the scene. But he reemerged as Sheamus battled Daniel Bryan in the ninth final match. Stay tuned to WWE social and digital channels for the latest updates on the developing situation. So apparently, this was this seemed to be this apparently seemed to be a story. Fonzie, what's your take on this? Uh, I don't know what happened last week. Seriously, I don't know. The beginning of the show, I don't know. Uh, how do you think um, now? Just a personal opinion from what we've been what we've been hearing, Fonzie, take place here over the over the last um, ever since this pandemic has happened here, um, and just, and going by with what we've all been talking about here on uh, on all of our shows ever since this pandemic situation took place. In terms of in terms of wrestling here, has it affected WWE more or has it affected AEW more in your personal opinion? Um, yeah, this whole this whole shit has been um, aggravating. There's, you can't get no fans in each arena and. They perform at the Performance Center in Florida, and it's getting 
too ridiculous now. So hopefully soon they can have fans come. They can go to different arenas, perform in front of the fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Certainly. Yeah. Great. Any other thoughts, Fonzie, you wish to, you care to share here uh, to us before we close out for the night? Uh, no, I don't. Okay. Thank you very much, here, Fonzie. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, I thank you very much for listening in to episode 209 of WWS Power Hour. I definitely want to thank the, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, for stepping, stopping by. Uh, of course, bringing of course bringing us his thoughts and opinions. Of course, as always, a very very appreciative response. We thank you very much, dear sir. Um, also, <clears throat> don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, to check out of course all of our all the stuff posted on all of our pages. Of course, here in WWS, of course, is once again t- speaking of the pandemic, the pandemic re- uh, relief package. Of course, a lot of the a lot of the shows. Um, uh, a lot of everything, of course, from the video vault. The Game Show Alley to the Entertainment Cavalcade, Motor Week Retro Review, Cards of the Past. Um, and, and like I said, even women of WCWF, they post a lot of ladies' matches there. Um, but check out everything that we've got that we've, that we've got up there. Um, we definitely encourage everyone here to look at everything that we've got on hand. And please, we'd like to, we'd like to hear some thoughts and some opinions. Uh, we did actually have someone join our Motor Week group earlier this week and actually posted a, a comment about every single video we posted in, in that Motor Week page. So, so like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we encourage everyone here to, of course, give uh, give their take on everything that we have that we have up here. There, indeed, like I said, whenever, whenever something's going on here and you're looking for something to do, be sure to check out what we've got. So we look forward to hearing from you. Uh, Power Hour episode 209 is a broadcast. Of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com, where we are, of course, uh, five years older, continuing to be bolder. The radio Network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling and pop culture connection. Like I said, be sure to join us for WWS this morning, tomorrow morning at 8 a.m., right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com, uh, 805-8613-POUND, as we, of course, I will be bringing you tomorrow's wrestling history and birthdays, also, of course, some more wrestling news tidbits that may be an update between tonight and tomorrow morning on 411mania.com. And also, of course, a preview of what might be what will be taking place here, of course, here in the <clears throat> in the WWS Radio Network on all of our shows, including, like we said, Revolution, Wolfpack, Raw Radio, Wrestling Revisited, Wrestling Debate, Outside the Ropes, Power Hour, and so on and so forth. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, since 2015, your source for everything in the world of pro wrestling pop culture, and everything in between. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the one and the only, the WCWS Radio Network. And now, ladies and gentlemen, let us play you out with our closing, with our with our closer of the night, which was our opening theme tonight. Uh, of course, theme used very wild, widely by the uh, NBA team, the Chicago Bulls. Uh, the song, Serious, uh, by the Alan Parsons Project. So be sure, of course, to... Uh, uh, like if you remember that, of course, uh, please feel free, of course, like I said, uh, to comment on comment on this uh, on this piece of music as well. So take care and God bless your folks. Enjoy the rest of your weekend and enjoy the rest of the evening. Uh, of course, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, you know, follow my uh, my three three step plan to get us over this pandemic. 
Of course, uh, wash your hands. Of course, also stay clean. And more importantly, important, ladies and gentlemen, let us pray, of course, that all this gets gets over with because, you know, this is starting. This is, I'm sure, kind of bugging a lot of people, and we just want to try to get over this as best as we possibly can. So take care and God bless here, folks. And, of course, keep praying for a much better for a much better outlook on, on this whole situation. Take care and God bless here, folks. This is the WCWS Radio Network. Take care and God bless, folks. This is the WWS Radio Network.